1: Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself.
2: What would you say
3: to the world if you have the opportunity to speak up and have your opinions heard? Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're programmed program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Young Juwan,
2: And I'm Rachel Glass. And today in Express Yourself, our theme is Giving Youth a Voice, which we have been doing now for 100 shows, which is super exciting. Um, Express Yourself is produced by Star Star Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of Be The Star You Are Charity.
3: Yes, we are so excited that we are celebrating our 100th program of weekly radio broadcasting with this episode. This is quite a feat in today's rapidly changing world. Express Yourself was launched as a platform to allow young people to speak up and be heard. And for 100 shows, we've done exactly that.
2: Yes, we have heard a lot of great voices on this show. Um, I was fortunate enough to be one of the original reporters back on our first program 100 shows ago, and I can attest to the fact that giving you the voice has been rewarding and exciting and fun and challenging and all of those put together, and we are just glad the world is listening because we know that teens have a ton to talk about.
3: And if you want to get your words out into the world, we recommend that you enter the 10th Annual Be The Star Essay Contest. The theme for this year is what it means to be an American. The essay competition is open to all ages and all abilities. Prizes include money, books, and radio interviews, so speak up and enter today. Go to starstyleradio.com and click on Events.
2: 100th show, we have an amazing lineup today, including two segments with teen actor and philanthropist Jonathan Morgan-Height, who already has an impressive resume of feature film, television um, to his name. He is also a UNICEF Young Ambassador working towards a global elimination of maternal and neonatal tetanus disease, which we will hear a lot more about later. Plus, as original reporters to the program, both, both Courtney Chang and I will talk about our experiences. Yes,
3: I'm so excited to talk with Jonathan Morgan Hype because he's been in so many of my favorite shows and movies. But right yeah. now, our Bookit reporter, who is indeed one of the original reporters and co-hosts of Express Yourself, who has been on the air since the launch day a hundred shows ago, Courtney Chang is with us. Hi, Courtney.
4: Hey, June and Rachel. Uh, I'm here with another segment of Book It. And in honor of our 100th show, and to keep with today's theme, I thought it'd be relevant to talk about how various youth in today's media are taking advantage of their positions to spread good word about various movements in today's society. Later on the show, as you guys have mentioned, we'll have Jonathan Morgan Height, a 13-year-old actor with an already well-decorated and still so growing resume under his belt. A few years back, he traveled to Africa to help kids in need. In an interview, he talked about this experiences, experience as not just teaching the kids there, but as giving them the feeling of accomplishment so they will continue these new practices. Many other celebrities and youth in the media, like Jonathan, have traveled to Africa to help out children in need. As a part of the Red Nose Day event hosted by Comic Relief, a British charity that responds to famine in Ethiopia, the English boy band One Direction went to Africa early in 2013. During their trip, the five members split up to visit local teens in their scrap metal collecting, young students in schools and children, generally toddlers and infants, hospitals where they were suffering from malaria. Upon their return to England, all five of the boys immediately tweeted about their experiences, calling it a real eye-opener and expressing that they take so much for granted over here. Because celebrities in the media are normally featured for their outlandish outfits or behavior, instances like these, where celebrities use their presence in the public eye to spread the word about people in need, it's just so wonderful and hopeful. The fact that these celebrities do have so much influence and sway over so much of the youth in today's world makes it possible for charities, people, and places in need to begin getting the attention they deserve. Even though those of us in the age group vastly characterized as youth often get a bad name for being too materialistic, too quote-unquote first world, too picky, and just too everything in general, I feel like the youth should still be given a chance. If we're always stereotyped as ungrateful or other bad traits, we're never going to be able to have the chance to do something wonderful. Giving youth the voice to be listened to is important and valuable, but we won't be able to accomplish anything if we aren't given that first chance.
3: I totally agree with everything you just said, because I know a lot of news and media focuses on the bad things that celebrities do. It's always like, oh, look at the scandal, instead of, oh, look at how this person has really empowered youth. Yeah,
4: I remember... Um, yeah. go No, go ahead. I, no, I remember distinctly as I was uh, writing this, I just remember, like, in the VMAs, like, they were going on and on about, like, the performances and stuff, but then there was... I can't remember for the life of me, like, what had happened. Like, that was also important in politics at the time, so it was just... Like, that vast contrast existed, and I was like, this is really not what we should be focusing on right now at all.
2: yeah. Yeah, no, I know. Um, I actually have been thinking about that a lot, how we're so, um, you know, it's kind of pushed in our face, you know, all this, like, media stuff that really, like, doesn't, like, matter, doesn't really affect us personally at all. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's what, you know, we're basing so much stuff off when it should be things like politics and um, things like that, you know. But um, on the other side, do you have any examples of um, doing more positive things where they aren't uh, portrayed in that negative way?
4: Uh, I think... Not even like on a large scale like celebrities, but just in terms of the people we see and we meet every day. There are, I have friends who I know just go out of their way to, to like give a few a change to like the homeless people. Like in Berkeley, there's so many of them on the streets. And one of my friends, he's he actually like this is just the type of person he is, but he just actively makes friends with almost all of the homeless people on the street. So one time I was, I was going to dinner with him and he like ran into one of the, the people on the street and he's like, oh, so like, hi Pink Cloud because the guy's name is Pink Cloud. And they like struck up a conversation about um, how Pink Cloud was being um, asked to leave because the tenants in the building nearby were getting annoyed and they were scared about things like their belongings getting stolen and stuff. So I think just like people like him we just need, like, we just need to hear more about that because it's true that not all of us are going to be able to have the same platform as celebrities, but just if everyone just does a little bit more each day, like, on a small level, I think it will make a difference in the end. And we, the youth will be able to be portrayed as we actively want to do good things and we want to bring improvement to the world.
2: Yeah, definitely. And something um, of everything you just said, and how that's a like, great that your friend is doing that. And to kind of like get that out there that he's doing like a positive thing like that. That's kind of where journalists come, comes in, come in, you know, Yeah. and, you know, as a journalist, you know, if you just talk to everybody, even like homeless people who people normally wouldn't talk to, you can like tell their story, and, you know, put that out there and perhaps like give other people those ideas, you know, and mm-hmm. that's, um, You know, that's just, as a journalism major, that's just what that made me think of. (laughs) Yeah,
3: I was also thinking on the same lines as you, Rachel, for I am part of a student newspaper, and we have one person in our staff who's just really passionate about the problems of homelessness Mm -hmm. and how how people view them, and so he, he, for his column, he just took a day out on a Saturday and felt what it was like to be homeless like first experience he sat on the street for maybe five hours with nothing Mm -hmm. but like a box and he wrote a really really great column after that saying how important it is to view them as people and view their experiences as something really relative to us
0: Mm
4: -hmm. so rachel as a journalist i'm curious what how how is like being a journalism major like made you aware of like being given a voice
2: well you know like just being in journalism classes and stuff it kind of forces you um to you know go out and talk to people or go out and you know do something because you know everything we do right now like we have to like write a story on you know, a report about like right now for my final story that we're given like a few weeks to work on until the end of the term um i'm on students with cancer mm-hmm. so i'm talking to a student here that has dealt with cancer and so just things like that where I'm going to, you know, um, bring that issue to light and educate others, you know. And that's giving me a voice as well as, you know, uh, students with cancer, which is what I'm focusing on.
3: Yeah, journalism gives so many opportunities for everyone to learn about situations going on to enlighten people about what's happening. Mm-hmm.
2: Thank you so much, Courtney, for being on our 100th show. Um, it has been quite a ride, hasn't it? Oh, and yes. Thank you fun. for having me. Yeah, and it will be fun to see where we all are for our 200th show. You are listening to Express Yourself, Teen Radio, and I'm Rachel Glass.
3: And I'm Young Juwan. During the break, visit expressyourselfteenradio.com to see photos, descriptions, links, and more. We'll be right back with actor Jonathan Morgan Hyde.
2: Listen, the later
0: it gets, you're listening to Voice America Kids.
3: Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Young Juwan.
2: The Glass and today we are celebrating our hundredth show! Woohoo! Now we have with us an amazing young talent, Jonathan Morgan Height.
3: At just 13 years of age, Jonathan Morgan Haidt has already has already had an impressive resume of feature film, television, and voiceover credits to his name. In the feature world, Haidt has starred in Sean Levy's Date Night, Gary Marshall's Valentine's Day, one of my favorite movies, and Adam Shankman's Bedtime Stories. He's also appeared in Disney feature-length Direct-to-Video, The Search for Santa Paws, and the most recently completed completed shooting a lead role in Super Buddies, which is part of Disney's successful franchise direct-to-video buddy series.
2: In the world of television, Jonathan played the lead role in the dramatic series Granite Flats, um, and he also appeared in a guest-starring role in Nickelodeon's new series Dead Time Stories, as well as credits, including Monk, How I Met Your Mother, ER, General Hospital, and Close to Home. Height has appeared in commercials for Comcast, Zales, Dodge, Walmart, Publix, and... Brilla Pasta.
3: And if that wasn't enough, Hyde also works frequently doing voiceover work. He voices the role of Cubby in Disney Junior's hit animated series Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Height appears in the animated feature film Escape from Planet Earth playing the role of Kip Supernova and has lent his voice to over 20 Family Guy episodes. He works with American Dad and he voices the Role for Sh- Seth MacFarlane's Cosmos docu series and John Jr. in a new animated feature adaptation of Tarzan. Hello, Jonathan, and welcome to Express Yourself. Hello.
2: Um, that's super cool. You've been on Family Guy. I want to like I watch Family Guy all the time. <laughs> I want to like listen for your voice now. <laughs> um, you have a very um, impressive acting resume. Obviously, um, how did you get started in acting?
5: Well. um... It's kind of a funny story, um, I went to a preschool where there were, there were a lot of plays, things like that, um, and actually, I mean, I, ever since I was, I went to preschool when I was, like, two or something like that, and as soon as I was in, I think my first play was Macbeth, Beth, and Ooh. I played
6: Thunder.
1: <laughs>
5: um, I, all I did in the background was make thunder noises. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, so I actually had um, a garage sale, which is kind of funny, I was having a garage sale. And this woman came over, and I guess as my two-year-old self, I just started talking because I was <laughs> quite the talker, um, and I wasn't really afraid of anything. So I was just talking to her, and uh, she asked my dad if, I guess, I'd be interested in acting, and she lived right near us. And um, when I turned four and a half, I, um, I started acting in commercials, and just kind of took off from there. Wow,
3: that's really amazing that garage sale could lead to your whole impressive acting career. <laughs> but do you remember your first job?
5: Ah, uh, let's see. I think it was the Comcast commercial, actually, which I loved because <laughs> I mean it was it was for a Mother's Day commercial, and all I did all day was eat on set. <laughs> Um, because it was, it was set in a kitchen. So I was eating blueberries, strawberries, all this food. And I, I'd say that was, I think that was my first actual job. Were you nervous before you filmed? Yeah, I was actually, I was, I mean, well, let's see. I don't think I was really afraid of much. I, if I just started now, I'd probably be nervous, (laughs) but at four and a half, I was kind of just not really afraid of much. I probably should have been more afraid than I was, (laughs)
2: Uh-huh. Um, I'm just curious, like, you obviously have done so many things. Um, how do you, like, find those type of roles? Like, do they come to you, or do you have, like, an agent that reaches out to them? How does that work?
5: Um, well, yeah, I have an agent and a manager, and they... I don't actually... I should probably learn more about how it works, <laughs> but I think that they, they, they're, they have, like, relationships with different casting directors, and they hear about different parts, and sometimes they, they come to... Like, they'll come to us asking if I want to audition for something, but sometimes I'll go to the audition. Um, like, we'll find it. What has been your favorite role so far? That's, that's really hard. Um, (laughs) I'd say, well, I mean, it's, it's really hard to pick, but I'd say one of my favorite roles, well, I mean, obviously, Bad Time Stories was, it was great. It was a lot of fun. It was also my first movie, and it was a bit, it was a big first movie, too, um, and then Valentine's Day was a lot of fun because yeah. I mean, that cast was <laughs> insanely huge. Yeah. Uh, so I'd say I can't, I can't really choose one without, <laughs> without choosing another, you know?
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so you said you started when you were super young, like four years old. I mean, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you right now?
5: I'm 13.
2: Oh, <laughs> that's so cool. So do you like go to school just normally?
5: Um yeah I actually my I just got back from school not that long ago. Um oh, cool. I go to, I go to a regular school. Um It's actually if it, the school actually goes till 6 every day. Wow. So Wow, oh, interesting. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of like we get all our homework done so that way we don't have homework when we get home. Um I like that. <laughs> but yeah, so I just got back from s- school and yeah, I mean it's kind of hard to sometimes balance going out mm-hmm. for auditions and school and like I do, I play guitar, and I'm singing, wow. and I'm trying to, trying to do that, so, and yeah. kind of, like, being able to go out to the movies with my friends, so it's yeah. kind of hard, but, I mean, it's not too bad. It it kind of, you'd be surprised how little sometimes they overlap. Oh, um, really? Yeah, like, I can go from school to sports straight to an audition without them overlapping and cutting other ones short.
2: Oh, that's awesome.
3: Uh- Go ahead. Oh, and how exactly did you get into voice acting after um, your film career?
5: You know, I don't exactly remember. I think it was, I don't remember the first thing I did, but I know that I just, I kind of just started, um, oh, you know what it was? It was at my agency. I think my first one was Cubby. <laughs> and I, uh, I, just, I had been auditioning, but I had never really gotten anything. And as soon as I got Cubby, I kind of got the hang of things because I did that, I, unfortunately, I recently stopped doing it because my voice is too old for Cubby, but, um, I, I mean, doing it for five, I, we just look back, it was five years. Yeah, that's
3: a very long time. I kind of got
5: the hang of it, so.
3: Yeah. Have you ever felt like you didn't want to do acting anymore since you started at such a young
5: age? I mean, sometimes, I mean, obviously, sometimes you have doubts, but, Mm -hmm. and then as soon as you you kind of get a job. I mean, you remember how great it is and why you're doing it. You're. I mean, the idea is just entertain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So mm-hmm. at some points, uh, at some points, I have been like, maybe I want to stop for a while and then come back to it. Uh, maybe I want to get the normal high school experience. But I've been able to kind of balance it and do both. Mm.
2: Good for you. That's um how it should be. Of like the best of both worlds. Um. I was kind of wondering, so you've kind of, obviously you've watched your own movies and you've seen yourself on screen and, like, on the side of buses and stuff. What's it like to watch yourself, like, as a voiceover? Like, it's like a cartoon, but your voice. Is that weird?
5: Um, actually, for me, I mean, I, I mean, every, every actor will tell you this. It's, it's really hard to watch yourself on TV. I mean, because you, the, the most, like, you criticize yourself more than anybody else criticizes you. So I I find it actually easier to watch myself as an animated character. It's a little trippy because it's your voice coming yeah. out of a different person. <laughs> um, but at the same time, it's easier to watch an animated character than yourself act in a TV show or movie.
3: Yeah. I uh, definitely agree with that. I can never really listen to these radio broadcasts without slightly cringing.
2: <laughs> I know. It's funny to, like, hear your own voice. Um, so Jonathan, do you have any, like, suggestions for, um, any of our
5: lists that want to pursue acting? Um, well, honestly, I think, let's see, um, I think that when you're, I think the the number one thing is just be natural. Um, even if it's, even if it's a different character, completely different from yourself, I think that you should really try to, um, make it your own and make the character, more like yourself than trying to get into another character that's not you.
3: Yeah, that seems like really good advice. I've heard that from multiple people. Even the our, my school's drama department, when I ask like how do you get into the character? They always say that they like to invent a new version of
5: the character. You just have to be fearless. I mean you can't <laughs> you can't go in thinking, Oh no, I'm gonna mess up. You just gotta do it and see what happens.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Jonathan, I'm so glad you're staying with us for another segment because we have a lot more to talk about. We can hear about your philanthropic work, but, um, check out Jonathan's work by googling Jonathan Morgan Height, and that's H-E-I-T, Or viewing our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com. He has some great YouTube videos as well. I'm Rachel Glass.
3: And I'm Young Juwon. Stay with us to continue the conversation on how youth are speaking out to make a difference. You are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network.
0: What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. We didn't invent kid talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. When you're 12 years old, it seems as if nobody understands what you go through. You're not quite a teenager yet, but you're definitely not a little kid anymore. Tune in to Life at 12 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you through 12 and on to 13 and beyond. It's a tough point in your life right now. Get the advice you need on Life at 12, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel.
1: Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. on Voice America Kids.
3: We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids.
2: I'm Rachel Glass, and today on Express Yourself, Express Yourself, I'm sorry, we are celebrating our hundredth show by giving you the voice in an in-depth interview with teen actor and do-gooder Jonathan Morgan height
3: And I'm Young Jiwon. Last segment, you heard about Jonathan's acting experience in films, TVs, commercial, and voiceovers. And what really intrigued me is that not, not only is he such. a a Successful actor, but he is so into philanthropy work. Height is an enthusiastic fundraiser and advocate for several causes, including Next Aid, the Los Angeles Mission, Book Pals, and Lollipop Theater Network. He's the first kid ambassador for Souls for Souls, a charity and organization that donates shoes to adults and children in need, and recently joined them on a trip to Haiti. Height is a new anti is in a new anti-smoking short film, The Call, and involved as a team leader for Kiva. Jonathan also is a part of UNICEF Young Ambassadors Organization, working towards global elimination of maternal and neonatal tetanus disease. We're glad you stayed with us for our second segment, Jonathan. No problem.
2: Um, can we start? Um, can you explain to us what neonatal tetanus disease is? I don't think I know what that is.
5: Um, so, essentially, it's it's a disease where uh, it's usually contracted by mothers, but babies often, well, it's usually contracted by babies, but mothers can get it as well or mm-hmm. transmit it to the baby. And in a lot of third world countries, but even in countries that are not third world, they, it's when often either you get a cut and some sort of bacteria gets in that, or the most common is when some a woman is giving birth on unsanitary um, mm-hmm. ground and the the bacteria actually attacks your um, your whole your entire system, and it's a terrible terrible disease, and very painful, especially for a, an infant.
2: Oh yeah, that sounds like a great cause to be involved with. Your dad mentioned to us that you started in philanthropy many years ago when he raised money for the autism speak for autism speaks by selling a music video singing the three little pigs. Do you remember <laughs> do you remember that? And if so, could you tell us a little bit about that?
5: Man, that that was a long time ago. Um <laughs> Let's see. Well, I I was in this like kind of play type thing, which it was more of like a mix of different Oh, my computer just yelled at me. Um it's more of a mix of different <laughs> um like different songs, different things, and there was this song called The Three Little Pigs, and it was pretty much a rap, really, um, <laughs> and uh, I I was in this play, and I was, I rapped a part of it, and I, I guess we figured out that I was also involved with this thing called Autism Speaks, which raises money for uh, autism, and um, I guess we ended up, like, we were trying to figure out an idea how to raise money for it, and I guess it kind of just, we're, like, put two and two together and realized, well, why not mix what I'm doing here and doing here and sell this video.
3: <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Were you always into music?
5: Um yeah, I mean, I've always been into music. Only recently I I started like more pursuing it, learning guitar, mm. uh singing a lot more. Um but I mean, I was always just bouncing around to music. I I <laughs> probably I came home from the hospital like bouncing my head to like one of the radio stations. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and we understand that you also worked with kids with a cause at a hospital in East Los Angeles. Can you tell us more about that?
5: Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, well, this was like I went from this was probably two years from when I did the Autism Speaks. Oh. And, okay. Um, and I was I, I read in hospitals, uh, books to kids who otherwise couldn't or just wanted the enjoyment of people reading to them because a lot of people. Don't get that luxury, which is a luxury. Um, and uh, I at first I was kind of like, "Whoa!" I mean, this is this is scary. I mean, mm-hmm. no, I I was in front of I was acting in front of a lot of people, and then all of a sudden I'm like, "Okay, I have to read now. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't get to memorize this." Um, but it was it was a lot of fun, and it was a it was a great learning experience for me. So. I think that was probably, that was one of the things that kind of set me off on a, uh, like a philanthropy hill of work.
2: (laughs) Oh, very cool. Thanks for um, telling us about that. Um, Our charity, We Destroy You Are, um, that brings Express Yourself to the Airwaves, is a literacy nonprofit who has worked with Book Pals. Um, Oh. And I'm, and you've worked with that, right? Yes, correct. Um, Can you tell us a little
5: bit about that? Book pals yeah okay so book pals I mean it it's it's similar to um, kids with the cause but it mm-hmm. I mean in some in some ways um but it uses um what I was explaining about how a lot of people don't have the luxury of being able to have somebody read to them or some people just can't read to them read to themselves um okay. but it it it's mostly like just taking c- celebrities and people who really want to, um, and taking them to schools and places like that. We, I, I did a video with them and reading to people who want to listen. Anybody who wants to listen is great. And does your voice acting career make this easier for you? Um, well, the only thing is that <laughs> with voice acting, you have a lot of tries. Um, I mess, I mess <laughs> up all the time. Um, but although it's a little bit, it's a little bit nerve wracking, uh, to read in front of uh, 40, 40 to 100 people or something like that, but Mm -hmm. but the only, the scary part is that sometimes you read to a lot younger, but I've read to people who are my age, and then you realize, wait, wait a second, they, they can read just fine too, they won't be like, oh, he's doing great, if I mess up on (laughs) a word, they'll know.
2: (laughs) Cool, and something else, you've done so many things... And something else I would love to hear about is your trip to Kenya. We learned um, about your CrowdRise website, if I'm saying that right, that collected over $5,000 for the, uh, I don't know how to say it. Here, why don't you tell us about that? I don't want to say
5: it wrong. (laughs) Come Okay. (laughs) So (laughs) it's um, my aunt, actually. She's been doing, she's been involved with charity for, well, ever since I've been born. I don't know how long before that. Mm -hmm. But, um, and she was working a lot in Africa. She had this this uh, charity called Next Aid, which is now yeah. Give a Beat, which is but it was it essentially uses the power of music to help people affected by AIDS. And um, wow. I I went with my dad and my aunt actually to Kenya, and we went to orphanages and different places like that. And we also just saw we kind of toured uh, Nairobi and the places surrounding Nairobi. And it was mm-hmm. it was actually I mean. It's all these things are such learning experiences because totally. every place is so different than the last,
0: mm-hmm. and
5: uh, you can really pick up things because when you I live in L.A. and it's such a, a bubble that you don't yeah. really yeah I mean yeah. all you hear about what you're is talking yeah
3: about.
5: I mean all you hear about is what's on the news so when you actually go out there and see what's going on it's it's kind of shocking to see it's it's not just a TV show on the TV it's it's real news real things that are happening yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Where are some of the other places you have traveled to and like worked with charities?
5: Um, well, I went to Haiti with uh, Souls for, Sh- and we handed out I think seven oh, cool. er, seven hundred pairs of shoes. Wow! Uh, wow! And I mean that was that was it was so funny because these people would look at us like, "Why? What, what? What are you doing? I don't understand why you're doing this for me." Mm. Um, and it was I mean it was great to see the smiles come across our faces, and I mean the. Haiti's so affected even by the earthquake still, which people don't realize. And there's still tents. There's less so, but there's still tents set up from people who lost their homes uh, during, like, during the the earthquake.
2: Yeah, what's it like, like meeting those like people and like you know
5: putting a face to the cause? Um, it's really interesting because you don't realize. I mean, there's some people. Obviously, some people don't want it and. That's okay Uh because they, they, I mean, they never seen this, but it's just the, what you doing it is what counts. Maybe one day, a hundred years, or not a hundred years, six years (laughs) in the future, they'll, they'll realize, man, I really enjoyed that day. And maybe it wasn't because of us, but maybe it's because they had a new pair of shoes on their feet. So, I mean, that's really why we do it to, or why I do it to just maybe one day somebody will realize Man, that that was a day that changed me.
3: And Jonathan, what do you want to do when you grow up? Are you planning on college, directing a film, and all this great charity work? What is your plan for the future?
5: Um, well, I definitely want to um I definitely want to go to college. Um I think that's an important not just because yeah. of school, but for the experience. Um and Yeah. I I mean, I don't really know what I want to do. I I want to maybe stick with acting or maybe, I don't know, I might want (laughs) to direct. Lately, I've been wanting to direct commercials. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, it's kind of specific, but I don't know I enjoy commercials, so you never know.
2: Well, you have so much time to do that. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, thank you, Jonathan, for all that you're doing to make a difference in our world, and congratulations on your soaring acting career. You've been in so many of my favorite shows and movies, and it's so interesting to hear your perspective. And it's good thank to you. know that young people can do work that's so positive, and I'm Young Juwon.
2: And I'm Rachel Glass, um, and yes, it was great meet- meeting you. Um, visit us at expressyourselftradio.com, and check us out on Tumblr at btsyradio.tumblr.com we'll be right back with a segment where I'm going to talk about giving you the voice Safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
3: Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Young Juan, and today we are celebrating our 100th program broadcast.
2: And I'm Rachel Glass, and I am proud that I've been on Express Yourself since it started. A hundred shows ago, I came on as the Making a Difference reporter and have continued with that ever since then. It's been an exciting ride, and I um, am a contributor and a host all the way from Oregon. And I'm looking forward to our next 100 shows. But um, today I wanted to talk about how youth can make a difference by making themselves heard and by spreading their opinions and ideas. And so this is kind of, you know, you um, taking initiative and, like, putting yourself out there. Um, And I think the first thing is, like, figure out what you really believe in. And odds are you feel, you know, really strongly about something or other. And you'll have all kinds of ideas for whatever it is. You know, everyone is passionate about at least one thing. You know, when you're passionate about something, you know, you know a lot about it and that'll just, you know, you're willing to work for whatever, you know, your ideas are if you're passionate about it. Um, And as times are changing, sometimes like previous ways of doing things or certain ideals that were implemented in the past um, need to be changed. And if you have like ideas like how to make the world better, you need to like get those ideas out there. You know, I'm all for that. And the only way that you can make this happen is if you voice your opinion about it. Um, And that's definitely easier said than done, which I completely understand because, um, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to put yourself out there sometimes in like a unfamiliar setting with unfamiliar people. Um, But just from my experience, I have some ideas to, you know, prepare yourself for that. And the first thing is that you must be sure that you have all your facts straight on whatever it is you're talking about. And like I said, if you're passionate about something, you probably know a lot about it already. But if you're offering ideas to other people, um, if you don't know your facts, you will automatically be unreliable and um, discredited by people. And you need credibility to be taken seriously. So to me, that's like the first big thing. And secondly, you cannot be afraid to speak your mind or put your ideas on the table. Um, there are no stupid ideas and there are no wrong opinions. So, you know, you never want to think that about what you have to say. Just put it out there. Um, Because if you don't put it out there, no one will ever know, you know, what you would have had to say and what could have been. And lastly, you have to realize not everyone is going to like or accept what you have to say. And that's just the way life is, you know. But if you're credible and are confident in what you're saying, most likely people are going to understand your side and maybe even agree with you. So to put this all in perspective, um, I have an example. So if you have some great ideas on how to promote literacy in an underfunded school... You should start by preparing facts about the school and putting together a plan of action. And next, either make a team of people yourself that can help and support your, you know, you can contact an organization who is already doing something along those same lines and tell them your ideas. Whether you make your own organization or decide to raise money for tutors for the school, you know, for my example, or join an existing organization where you volunteer to read to elementary school kids and teach them a little reading, you have succeeded in making a difference your ideas have not only been heard but reached others and um, that's just an example but just all of those things can really apply to anything and so like I said figure out what it is that you want to make a change in and then you know just take the steps to ensure that you can make it and you know once you get there that's the best feeling ever and making a difference in people's lives is the best feeling ever as well and I think um, a lot of times you in order to make a difference in something you truly believe in you have you have to make yourself heard. People aren't just going to, like, sit down and listen to you. Um, so, yeah, that's just what I wanted to say about all that.
3: <laughs> yeah, I totally agree with what you said and how it's important to reach out with your ideas and whatever you're passionate with. Have mm-hmm. you always been passionate about journalism and the power of speaking?
2: Um, yeah, actually, I have, just because when I was a freshman in high school... I took public speaking class yeah. and I like, loved it and just wanted, um, just wanted to pursue that. So every step that I've taken has kind of been, you know, in that, in that line. And, you know, everyone's going to figure that out at a different point in their, um, you know, school lives. But yeah. uh, once you find something you really like or find something you're really passionate about, like, go with that. You don't want to be stuck studying something in college you don't like. You know, because like I was saying, you have to be passionate about something to, you know, make a difference about something.
3: Yeah, and so, how did you join the Express Yourself and Voice America Network? Because I know you were one of the original reporters back a hundred shows ago. Yeah.
2: Um, well, I work, I've worked with Be The Story War for a super long time, mm-hmm. and so Cynthia you know, just brought up this crazy idea that she was mm-hmm. starting a radio show. And obviously, I've never done anything like this before, but um, I remember the day when we all got together and kind of talked about it and it was right before I was leaving just for school. So I didn't know if like, I'd be able to yeah. um, help that much. But it was a little hard at first. But after a while, you know, all of us just became pros at it and just have really enjoyed it. You know, obviously, most of us who started are still here. So yeah, yeah here we are.
3: <laughs> I, and I feel like another important lesson that you mentioned was that it's not bad if you fail the first time. Like you're not going to be perfect at something when you start. And so that shouldn't be too discouraging in finding what you like doing.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely, and like I said, like, it's going to take time, but everyone will find something eventually, and, like, you'll just know, you know, finding what you want to do and what you want to pursue and what you believe in, and then you just kind of go from there. But like I did say, you you have to kind of work for it, you know, not everything's just going to come to you, and you have to pursue things and push the limits sometimes, but, you know, that's just how you get what you want, get your ideas out there.
3: And did you explore a lot of different fields before finding public speaking and speech?
2: Um, I'm sorry, could you repeat your question?
3: Yeah, I think I phrased it weirdly, but... It's okay. Um, do you, Did you have to go through a lot of different activities and different sort of fields of study before finding what you wanted to do?
2: Um. Yeah, I mean, like, I thought, like, public speaking was cool, but obviously I had just taken one high school class, so yeah. that didn't tell me everything I wanted to know, but... <laughs> Honestly, being involved with Be The Star You Are really gave me some good experience. It made me realize that, like, that's, like, you know, this is, like, what I love to do. And so I've decided mm-hmm. to pursue this. And, you know, mm-hmm. so, um, you know, I take classes regarding broadcasting. You know, I'm looking at the internships regarding broadcasting. And just, you know, yeah. you want to build on everything to build to where you want to go.
3: Yeah. And were you ever discouraged about journalism at any point?
2: Well, it's a little discouraging sometimes. A lot of people think this is like a quote-unquote dying industry. Yeah,
3: I hear that a lot.
2: Yeah, I'm taking a journalistic interview class right now, and we just had a news anchor, our local news anchor, come in. He was interviewing our teacher, but we got to interview him (laughs) because that's the nature of our class. And he pretty much told us, like, good luck with being a journalism major because it's hard to get a job and it doesn't pay that much. But um, he was just really negative about it. And I feel like you can't be negative and you can't expect, you know, to be the highest position and get paid, you know, yeah. $200,000 a year right off the bat. Like, I, like, for me, like, I'm more than willing to start at the bottom and to work yeah. to where I want to go. And um, so, yeah, it's a little discouraging sometimes because people don't really believe in it like I do. But if you believe in it, then, you know, I think you'll be fine. Like, I'm not, I'm not really worried, you know. Yeah. And
3: did you do you want to go into TV or print?
2: Um, definitely TV. I do like to write, but I like to speak more. But like yeah. I said, I'd be willing to like do anything. Um, either of those things. I'd even be willing to do like video production, like behind <laughs> the scenes. Yeah,
0: like,
2: or radio, for example. Um, yeah, I'd be willing to do anything. I just want to be in the field somehow. <laughs> yeah, and internships
3: are a great way to learn about the aspects of your passion and learn just the tricks of
2: the field yeah totally and like that's all you can do to figure out what you like is just experiment with different things and then you'll find what you like and like find what you don't like um yeah and that's what school is for kind of you know and that's why you shouldn't yeah. you should take school as you know your opportunity to test things out so maybe that's maybe I would say you know take a class that like you don't like maybe doesn't jump out to you right away because you never know like what you're gonna like
3: yeah, I definitely know okay. how that feels like. I, I, I also took a public speaking class last year and mm-hmm. this year. And I was really iffy about this class because I was just like speaking, 10-minute speeches, you know. It doesn't sound like the most fun of classes. <laughs> yeah. But I gave it a try and it was just one of the best experiences of my life. And so I really learned that, oh, I shouldn't always think just so on the surface of everything.
2: Yeah, definitely.
3: And how has Voice America Kids Network given you an opportunity to express yourself?
2: Um, Well, obviously, it's given – or not obviously, but (laughs) it's, um, you know, just a great experience. And, you know, this is, like, such an amazing opportunity, and I can have this in my resume. And, um, yeah, it's given me a lot of good practice in this that I will definitely use in the future.
3: Yeah. Well, congratulations again, Rachel, on the anniversary of our 100th show. It's really an honor to be a reporter and host on Express Yourself. And I do feel like we're making a difference in the lives of other young people around the world.
2: Yes, I agree. And so tune in to Express Yourself Team your Radio every Tuesday at noon Pacific for the latest on what's happening with you. Thanks for Star Style Productions, Be The Star You Are, and Kid Star for producing the show. And thanks to our Voice America crew. And thanks to our guests from across the world. And thank you most of all to our listeners.
3: Up next, we have a Kidstar Album of the Month. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. Until next week, remember, be grateful, be kind, speak up, and express yourself.
1: Hello, my name is Lindsay Marie from Phoenix, Arizona and host of Bookworm. The kiss of of the month this month is Back in School, Neil Brewer and Friends. Let's listen to Everybody's Somebody Else.
6: I can still recall back when we were kind of small. We paid real close attention to the clock upon the wall. Now, friend, I have to say school was fine for half the day. But after three, my friends and me were often on our way. Because everybody's somebody else when the school bell rang. Bang the keyboards, I was playing three chords Ricky beat the bongos till he made his knuckles real sore. We practiced every night trying to move our fingers right Yeah, the sounds we made were silly But we worked until we really had a thing Because everybody's somebody else When the school bell rings Everybody's somebody else Everybody's somebody else Everybody's somebody else when the school bell rings Well, maybe your custodian, he's a race car driver The secretary, she's a deep sea diver The teacher's working on her helicopter flyer Cause everybody's somebody else when the school bell rings And me, we were like you through the school day. We worked pretty hard, but at home we plugged into these amps and cranked them up and let music make us. Everybody's somebody else when the school bell rings Well, maybe your librarian, she dances on the ballroom floor And the principal is managing a hardware store And the cooks are making a fortune selling French imported bling Because everybody's somebody else when the school bell rings See me in this back they day, dreamy, come on, Bell. It's time to free my soul.
1: Cause everybody's
6: somebody else. Everybody's somebody else. Everybody's somebody else when the school bell rings. Everybody's somebody else. Everybody's somebody else. Everybody's somebody else When the school bell rings Everybody's somebody else Everybody's somebody else Everybody's somebody else When the school bell rings Everybody's somebody else Everybody's somebody else Everybody's somebody else When the school bell rings Somebody, you don't see me yeah, in this bad world. All me Come on,
1: Kidstar Emblem of the Month is Back in School by Neil Brewer and Friends. All musical proceeds Neil Brewer and Friends receives are donated to the Harvard Stem Cell Institute to put an end to muscular dystrophy. For more information, go to the Kidstar website www.kidstar.org.